We are going to start Tayyid Aleph together today. Very exciting because we had mentioned last week we had initially set out with the goal of doing ten Tayyids together. So we are we're, we're moving forward, and that's super exciting. The some one of the struggles as we go through these is that sometimes it seems that you have to know everything in order to know anything. So as we keep certain concepts on the back burner, the we're able to see each Tyra, it, it, it seems to be growing almost cumulatively. As we take some of the concepts, we're able to bring them forward. It's a struggle. You almost want to be able to go back to the beginning each time and relearn some of the earlier ones. It's also a struggle because, uh, in a certain sense, we could stop at every Tyra and explore any topic using it as an introduction to gain the concepts that we seem to need to go forward, but uh, we're doing the best we can to try to ground these and make them meaningful. It will take probably three weeks looking at the size to go throughout, through Torah Yud Aleph, rather than try to squeeze into two weeks, three, uh, we'll do it in three weeks. It hopefully uh, might give us a little bit of extra time. So while any uh, many of the topics that we look at are exhaustive and beyond the scope of, of anything that I can do, uh, but it might give us an opportunity to actually look at a few things from uh, actually a safer, safer called Sifse Chain, which is wonderful safer, Hakdamal, uh, Sifre Hasidus, very, uh, very accessible. But uh, to, to look at some of the concepts that might help us, uh, especially for this Tyra in particular. But we start off, the Tyra says, in Sefer Yeshayahu, Membeiz Ches, Ani Hashem Hu Shemi, the way that we're learning, because HaKadosh Baruch Hu, again, what it means that HaKadosh Baruch Hu Hashemis, the way that we relate to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the, the Ada in his Rebbeinah Shalom, he's the master of the world, Uchvaydi La'acher Loi Atein, therefore my covet will not be given to any others, Usihilasi Lepsilim, and my praise will not go to any Avaydazara, that uh, that n- nobody should, should make a mistake and go after other seeming forces, whether it's nature or anything else, ascribe any power to any other Elohim Acherim, there is only one Elokos HaKadosh Baruch Hu is HaElohim. Now we're going to explain that there are Madregas of, of Yichud Elyon and Yichud Tachtain. We'll give the best on our level the way according to my understanding we can uh, understand what we're talking about. Uh, this is what Kla Yisrael was Zoychah to by Harsinai and through this one can come to Tfunas HaTayr La'aymka which will speak the, a, a in-depth, a thorough understanding Standing to the depth of Tyra, Nigla, Nister, Said. In order to get to these understandings of Tyra, a person has to do tshuva because ultimately Hakadosh Baruch Hu is, is giving Shefa as much as we can handle. It's a matter of developing our kli ourselves as a receptacle in order to be able to receive, taking out any independence, any uh, any blockage of the hose that we, we could be a vehicle and we can receive everything that Hakadosh Baruch Hu wants to give us. Anything in there is going to impede and stop ourselves from being that kind of a kli. So Gaivo, we said that last time was Gaivo was uh, a Bechina of Avaydazara. We're going to talk also about Pagama Bris. But a person needs to do a Tshuva Shlema, uh, it, which in order to be able to uh, reach this level of Tfunas Atar Amka. 
Uh, and the way to achieve this is going to be through Dibur, through spoken word in Tyra. The, over here, the, the Tyra starts off, well, you know what, I'm, I'm just going to take a step back and read, uh, like I said, from Sefer Sifsechein, uh, a little bit more of a lengthy introduction, but I'm going to do probably a little bit less in the text than we normally accomplish, and I think it will be Litayelas. The Sefer Sifsechein in the Hakdama, hey, so he's going off, he had described the spheres, the ten spheres, Keser, Chachma, Bina, sometimes depending for reasons beyond now, we'll say Chachma, Bina, and Das, or Keser, Chachma, Bina. But for now, we'll say that there are ten spheres, Keser, Chachma, Bina, which will be the Meichin, as it were, as we relate to it, the intellectual spheres, and then there's Chesed, Gvura, Teferes, Netzach, Haid, Yisoid, and Malchus. Will remember, some of these might sound familiar from Sphira Saomer, the weeks of Sphira, these will be uh, these will be the Midas. And there are different ways that we describe the dynamic between the, the spheres. But before, uh, again, it would be like saying if there's uh, the well, as we discussed the relationships between them. So the there's going to be different ways of expressing those. Uh, for we say, for instance, there's a giver and a receiver. Those might be expressed as shemayim and aretz. When the rain and the shefa comes down, the land receives it and it's able to bring forth uh, to bring forth vegetation. We might describe it as uh, a zachar and an akeva. But he says like this: brishayna yesh before we start going into the spheres themselves, that even though the spheres, which are one of the examples that we've used, for instance, is if white light is going to to want to uh, interact with something that in and of itself is not fit to receive uh, the light in that form. It might refract itself through a prism so that it transmits itself through the vehicle of different uh, of different colors that can now play out on a screen. Sof Maisa, the Mashava Tchila, at the end, it will reflect the initial rod sign but the uh, but but the spheres themselves are ways that a Kaddish Baruch Hu interact with us, not because Chas V'Shalom he's limited in any way, but in order that we should be able to receive. And therefore, even though each sphere, or whatever these mean, we're, again we're going to build up concepts. We're not going to ex- describe everything. Interacts in a different pu'ula, in a different action, a different way of uh, with a different dynamic. However, but Pnimius, everything is one. And everything is really coming from our echad blishum period. This is not reflecting any sort of a division chas v'shalom to say uh, to say in Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Uh, so skipping a little, he says v'imyeksha. Maybe you'll ask a question. So if you're telling me that kol mashibachlal yesh beprat, and really every sphere has every ten inside of it, and there's no real division. So why did Hakadosh Baruch Hu do it like this? Imkain lama yesh virishonos. Why did Hakadosh Baruch Hu set up this dynamic with different spheres, different ways of relating? to the Bria, Chesed, Vuot, why? Shechalukim b'nyanei meshbasam, that all react and interact in a different way. The answer is the Teretz, De'ein hashinoi be'etzama arak be'enei amakablam. When we see differences, we are not looking at something from the part of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's relating to us. It's our way of receiving what HaKadosh Baruch Hu is giving, the Hainu. When the or is Nimshach Lamata, Bariboy Madregas Vishtashlis, as it goes through different series and different uh, chains, so to speak, but it comes down to where we can receive it, and it becomes farther away from the source. 
So as it comes down to a world that's less abstract, so it's going to be received in the form of that each world is able to relate to it. And the example he brings from a sefer called Shefa Tal is if you have white light, again, that shines shines into room. The truth is the entire room is lit up. And now you put different windows, screens that have different color shades in front of it. So the white light will be received a, a certain way. But Kafi this Indian, nobody would say that that reflects a difference in the light. The light is shining in all of its, uh, in all of its strength. And the way that it's perceived is going to be uh, different screens that were put, or the way that I see things through the red lenses with which I'm looking at it, that's kafi me, and not kafi the screens themselves. Like a person who has an understanding, a PhD in in physics, in engineering, whatever it is, and now he's trying to transmit accurately certain principles, certain formulas, certain ideas. The problem is, is he's speaking to people that don't necessarily have the same background as him, and they're coming from different cultures. Now, each culture might have a way that it can relate to the underlying principle, but he's not able to just express it in his terms because in that case, it'll be gobbledygook, and if anything, it will lose something because he'll be speaking over their heads. And therefore, he might use a football analogy, he might use a, uh, you know, a sports, whatever the, whatever the case is, he's going to frame what he has to say in terms that the recipient can understand the truth of the principle without losing any of it. That's the strength of a mashal, is being able to be malbish, to clothe a principle in terms that the recipient can understand without losing anything from the initial principle. He'll use different analogies for different Talmidim according to what they are able to understand, comprehend. This is what we are receiving, the way that we relate to the spheres, the way we relate to uh, how HaKadosh Baruch Hu interact with us. The differences are and the, 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 the handles that we use, the Mishalom that we use, the terms our kafi the makabel, so that our kaddish baruch Hu can, so that we can learn mahu afata, and not that it's in any way chas v'shalom limitation our kaddish baruch Hu. Val gabi Hashem is baruch ba'atzmo hakol echad. As far as Hashem is concerned, there is no differentiation in any of these things. It's in our pashit petachas hashpshitos ein boishinu leinishdana v'leishdana. Now it is important in order to speak about something, we can speak about electricity and all the way that electricity works without truly understanding what an atom is. Or, or, or what a uh, particle is. I don't know that much about electricity, but the the uh, the uh, safer. Um, the, the Piazetchna uses this much. He says you can be able to talk about something in the way to relate to it without truly understanding the essence of it. So we don't understand exactly what we're talking about. But however, in order to create, uh, to, to create, to understand where we fit into Avoda, this is, uh, th- these are the tools that Akadosh Baruch Hu gives us. And therefore, he continues on, that the spheres are split up to what we said is Mayachin, Keser, Chachma, Bina, and the Midais, which are Chagas, Nahi, and Malchus. Yesoid and Malchus. 
the 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 middle six after we're not talking about the the moichin right now, but in terms of the midais, so they're split up really into two sections. One we will relate to is there's chesed gvur teferes netzachod and yesod. Those six sometimes we label in in one with one label called teferes, and then there's malchus, which is lace the garme klum. It's the ultimate receptacle. It doesn't really have of its own, but it takes from what came before it, and that becomes comes the sometimes we'll refer as the, the nook, the nukva, the ultimate receptacle. So the teferes will be in the place of the zahar, the dechura, and the malchus will be the nook, which will be the receptacle. The, the so those six and I, these are terms that are going to come up. So it might sound a little technical, but again, I think it's worth the introduction, and I think that we'll gain from it. These six spheres are called, whether they're called teferes, are similar to a guf. Sometimes we use these labels that there's going to be a body, there will be a right, there will be a left, there will be a daim and raglayim. Uh, and sometimes we'll talk about these six. We'll call them the sheish kitzavais or the vak vav kitzavais. That, that between them they they become we we relate to them as a goof and uh be, even that each sphero will have its own specific hashpa which is chesed will be on the right, the gvur will be on the left, um, but ultimately they come together to be the teferis, the the zachar, and then the 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 malchus will be the kli will be the uh will be the receptacle. We mentioned before that sometimes we relate to these in different forms. So we, when we talk about the teferes encompassing the chagas nahi and then the malchus, uh, so sometimes we'll refer to the teferes as ze'er anpin and the malchus will be the nuk de ze'er anpin. Sometimes we've referred to already before the teferes will be the chama, the sun. The malchus will have the levana. Teferes will be shemaya. Malchus will be aretz. But sometimes, and this might sound familiar, the teferes will be called kudsha and the Malchus will be called Shechintei, the Shechina, the Hashras Shechina in this world. The, where we see the manifestation wh- th- that it's reflecting back. And this is a line which he explores further in Hol HaKdama, the Iker Avoidas B'nei Yisrael Hu Liyached Kudsha Brichu Ushchintei B'chol HaMaisim. And this already should start sounding familiar, that the Iker Avoda of Klal Yisrael is to bring a Yichud to line up the Kudsha Brichu and the Shchintei, the Ashras HaShchintei in this world, the way that we have a revelation, the Hainu Legalois Esa'ara Elokiya Sheikh, this hopefully uh, resonates already with certainly the first Tyra that we learned. And therefore, as we start this Tyra, he says, in There is a upper Yichud and there is a lower Yichud. And I will give the last introduction, which according to my understanding, and then we will move uh, a little bit more quickly through the material. The way that I that I think about this based on uh, the the notes uh, from Rav Atia, Rav Leo Atia's uh, print, uh, but the way that, that I understand what he's trying to say is that there's two ways to relate to the Bria. When we talk about a Yichud Ilah, let's imagine for a second that you have a a, a, a white page, a, a white wall, just a big white uh, screen, and I ask you which spot is first. Right? Which spot is first? So the answer is that there is no answer. You could be going right to left, left to right, up, down, down, up. There's no real paradigm, the framework. There's no real way of thinking the idea of any sort of a relationship 
between between first and second. But what I can do is I can draw a line really in any direction on that white space and say we're going to be going from, let's say, right to left, Aleph Bays or left to right, one, two, three, four, five, however you'd like to think about it, and say that if a points are going to exist on that line in ordering to use this frame to have some sort of a, uh, to transmit some sort of a meaning, I'm going to pick a line, and that line will be a, we'll call it a, a timeline, however you want to think. And now things will operate according to this events, and you'll have a framework to be able to create relationships between one thing and another. I think we discussed in one of the terrors that Bereshis Nami Mimer, who time was created before the, the first Mimer was to create time in order to have anything else, because when you have only Ain Saifis, there's no way to think about anything. And therefore, once you once you have this line, you can think about it. Now, I'm just going to take the muscle one step further. Let's say instead of a big white space, you, it's just totally underwater, but also without any relationship in principle between up, down, right, and left, you have just total under underwaterness. And you have, instead of a timeline, what we'll do is we'll make that into a ruler, and you'll drop the ruler into the water. And now, again, anybody who's on that ruler has a 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, but the ruler itself is tumbling through the water. There, in principle, there is no relationship, there is no time, there is no, uh, so to speak, substance or reality to what that timeline represents other than to those who are on it. For people who are on it, so then if they're standing upright, there's an up and there's a down. And if you, let's say, put them into a ball, put them into a dome, they might not even realize that they're underwater, that they're existing within a bigger context, but rather they say that as far as they're concerned, the entire world, from what they can see, from what's relevant to them, from what's been provided to them, is going to be a dome, whether around them individually, whether around the entire ruler, however you think about it, you can call it, call it a 6,000-year dome uh, in terms of distance, time, whatever you say. Now, put them inside this individual dome, and again, it's, it's totally revolving and spinning in different directions. The relationships that we're talking about are only kafi the nivra. They're only kafi the one that's existing on this timeline or in their little sphere, whatever it is. Now, let, last point to the mashal, let's say this dome and this ruler and everything that's inside of their little micro world is actually not made of a separate material than the water. Let's say it's made of congealed water. Call it ice. It's particles of the water that come together in a different ways that aren't that don't aren't any outer external substance, but just an obvious, only a thickening, so that because otherwise it would just be male absorbed. So what what happened is we created almost a thickening, so that it could really just disintegrate and be absorbed back into the hole. But so that kafi, this uh, this uh, nivra, this thing that's operating on this spectrum, there is a seeming reality. Some to, from their point of view, it's more it's more substantial, it's more thickening, it's more congealed. But from the point of view of the somebody looking from the outside in, right? There's no difference between the ruler, the ball itself, what's outside, what's inside, or even even the substance of this perceived mechitza, this perceived division, other than the form 
form that it's allowing it to take. The muscle is imperfect for many reasons. It can ask kashas, but hopefully just conceptually. So now there is a yichud ilah. Outside looking in, there is zero difference between outside, inside, not just that HaKadosh Baruch Hu runs the world, so to speak, but from outside looking in, there is Ein Oid Milavado in every sense of the word. The From outside, inside, the dome itself, the ruler itself, the people themselves, there is literally zero independence to anything that there is. Yichud Tata is to almost from the inside looking out, different ways of thinking. Kaddish Baruch Hu is Mesoyvev the world, and he's Mamali the world. From the inside looking out, so we perceive as there as being a reality uh, that we live in, but we say that there is that HaKadosh Baruch Hu fills up the world, from our point of view, there is a world, that there, HaKadosh Baruch Hu runs the world based on a Hashkacha, that the HaKadosh Baruch Hu provides a life and a chiyus and an essence of life, and that's what we're wanted, we want to tap into, but at least from our point of view, we, we, we come from the point of view that we have an existence uh, and, and, some, uh, and a frame of reference, and for the way that I understand it, that's what we'll say. So, Ki yeshi chuda ilah v'yichuda tata. There is a a yichud to be spoken of from the uh, upper, from from the first way that we described, and there's a yichud tata. Hainu Shema Yisrael, Hashem Lukeno Hashem Echad will be referring to a yichud elyon einoid Movado. There is nothing else. It, we are we are as it were almost a figment of Hakadosh Baruch Hu's imagination. Uh, we exist because, in a certain sense, uh, an imagination exists that kama, but that that the imaginer or the dreamer wants it to exist, but without any independent reality, substance, uh, anything really, only as a function of uh, of, of what's, what, what there is. <speaking in Hebrew> this is this line is almost reminiscent. Speaking about something else from the first line of Torah, hey, there's an accountability, there's a responsibility. This is not for Gedolim. This is for each and every one of us. Kol Echad Miyisrael needs to say, needs to go through to be miyachidis with our kavanas and so forth, and with our meisim that we should express this as a reality. And through this, we'll be able to get to a stage of. Which the Prapa's Lachachma quotes that Rabbi Nassin uh, said that this is not necessarily one idea, but rather Tfunas Hatayra and Laimka refer to, will translate into three different ideas. Uh, this The note over here suggests that Tfuna is Bina, Taira is Chachma based on a Zayar, and Aimka uh, is referred to, to the depths, is referring to. Kesser. But uh, be that as may, we'll come back to that. It, when, when one goes through these Yehudim, through his Maisim, he's aligning, he's bringing together all the parts of the Bria to a, uh, to a point of Enoid Milavadai, so then he can also tap into Tyra, which is Batsem, Ratzan Hashem, Yisrova, Raisa, Vakutshabrichu, Chadu, Raisa, the Tyra is Ratzan Hashem. He will be able to come to a deep understanding of Tyra, Nigla, and Nister. Now, we've, now we're going to explain several stages how one can get to Tfunas HaTyra, I'm, I'm because before this, a person needs to engage the vehicle that will use is diburim, is speech, uh, and speech will be able to bring one to tshuva. 
so that a person can reach a stage of recognizing Kvayt Hashem B'Shlemus. We said right in the beginning, actually, of Taira Vav, we had discussed the difference between Kvayt Elokim and Kvayt Malachim. And uh, is that right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and the the difference be in in how one can relate uh, to Kvod Shemayim and Adkama Kvod Elokim and Adkama that a person ascribes to himself any Kavod, any Gaiva, no matter how much he understands and relates to Hashem, it's always going to be infinity minus one. He's always, as it were, carving something out. So a person can say one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Once you reach 99, is still 100 minus one. If you can reach 100, so then it's a million. You can reach a Shlemus. Once a person is, has his Batlas, Takadosh Baruch Hu, then they're relating to the infinity but as comment that they ascribe to themselves anything, they're taking something out of that. And therefore, through this speech, a person is going to relate to tshuva and tshuva samishkal and complete tshuva. And that's only going to be through not relating to gaiva uh, in any way. Uh, and uh, well, the, the Diburim in Torah, we'll see, will also show a person where it is that he needs to do tshuva. So inside, any person who needs to work on, we'll see, pagam habris, gaiva, taivus mamon, who adayin, so this is a nice word, adayin means not yet, right? In other words, nobody's excluded. It's just not a question of if, it's a question of when. He's still far away from understanding the depth of Tyre, Rakali Deim Tso, Sadibor, through the vehicle of speech, Yachalavai Latfuna, Satarli Amka, Kihainuai Deshumidabra, Batira Bidiburim. Through articulating words of Tyra, the 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 Rabbi Nachman has a big emphasis, even really when a person does not yet understand that that, that the Burim have a big kayach, even even to a to a young child, that the Burim speaking words of Tyra even without understanding have a tremendous power. The 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 other the other idea, and and there's what to discuss about that. But for now, we will we we, we will adopt this approach. We're talking about speaking words of Torah towards that end. Now, one other point, we say that Torah is Hashem Tamima, when a person speaks words of Torah, that's able to cut through everything. On the other hand, we're setting up this uh, this this stage where a person, with, with all of the Torah that one's speaking, but we're going to say that the Torah is where the effect of Torah on an individual is hampered depending on the midos that he has, on the gaiva and so forth. So how will we reconcile this? So we'll say that the difference is when a person approaches the Torah, what is his underlying kavanas? This is what over here Rabbi Atiyah spells out. That where on one hand we're go- we say that Torah cuts through anything, any of the chayshach brings able to bring a person to tshuva. On the other hand, we're going to say that the Torah klapi the person is almost dimmed. Uh, we'll see why when he has these negative midos. The question will be, with all of his negative midos, how is it that he's approaching the Torah? If he approaches the Torah the right way with the right kavanas he wants to want, then that will be able to have the desired effect. Kamal Shekasov, Kichayim Heim Lamaitz 
that the Pasuk and Mishle, they are life for one who finds them, the Pshat in the Maimer Chazal is talking about the way to remember uh, words of Taira, and it speaks about Amaisa with Burra, who saw a certain Talmidim of Rav Meir, I think, that were learning quietly, and about the benefit of one who expresses, articulates the words with his mouth. <coughs> but over here, we're bringing out this idea that it brings life, the essence of life, true life, to one who articulates it, because through the spoken voice, the words will be able to light up for him. It's brought in the Zayar that there's the Arsha, that, that a Kaddish Baruch who created in Sheshis Mebereshis is hidden in the Torah. Sometimes we speak about this idea Chanukah time. And through this, a person can see where he's holding where it is he, a person wants to chuva. He doesn't even know what he has to work on. Maybe psychologically he'll ignore the things he really has to work on, or maybe it's the not because they're big, maybe it's because they're subtle. He'll constantly come back to, to things that he perceives as big things. So through words of Tyra, it will be able to align him in the appropriate way to understand where it is that he has to tshuva. K'mosham Rabbi Hussein is a form of Racha P'sach Pichav Ya'irud Varacha. Open your mouth uh, and light, the, the light up your your light, words will light will light up. Ubechol Pam Upam Aide Kol Tshuva Utshuva. So this does not happen. This does not happen immediately, right? Even when it comes to tshuva, we spoke about in Tyra Vav Ice Bay is that that tshuva is a bechina of keser, and keser from Pasuk and Eev is Lashon of Havtana, of patience. Habalatar Messiah so tshuva, there's a tshuva process. Even when a person is engaging in tshuva and he's going in the right direction, a person has to have patience and go forward one step at a time. Uh, and to, to continue, we spoke about tshuva and tshuva ala tshuva. So over here, as a person continues going uh, in this in this path, and ultimately he will be able to reach this level of tfunas hatayra laamka weiter. Now, uh, you know what? I will just wait, make one other point about uh, about the Burim, I think, and I think we'll end up having a little bit of time because the Shiram are about an hour, so it gives uh, at least a little, and I hope it's not too much of a left turn, but uh, in my mind it was worth it, and it was worth looking at it as I was preparing. I'm going to quote one more idea coming from the Sifse Chain that uh, uh, this is really ideas that we've touched on. It says, The HaKadosh Baruch Hu it relates to the world in a certain way, and the, the we find a parallel. Sometimes we talk about Yad Hashem. It's not that the real Yad is what's a human Yad, and then Hakadosh Baruch Hu has something called the Yad. Hakadosh Baruch Hu created a framework with which to, because he wanted to. We we can't talk about why. That's beyond us. This is not. We're not, we can only talk about the idea that HaKadosh Baruch Hu relates to us. We can't talk specifically anything about the Ein Saifias. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted to relate to his Bria, and therefore he set up a system, we just spoke about the spheres, to relate to us. And this has parallels in Taryag, in the Ramach Evarim Sasagidin, in the way that the mitzvahs are, the spheres, the Ilamais, and the, the Mishkan, and even in an Adam himself. And therefore, there's a 
parallel in the, 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 the were created, but sel melukim. This is what it means in all of the limbs, the way they were set up, and in the kaiches that a person has. Now, when we want to execute on something, let's talk in these terms in kaiches. There's the ratzin. I want. I need a place to live. There's the seichel. There's the, the chachma. Right. I need a place to live. I so I want to build a house. Uh, so I, in order to have some sort of a house, I'm going to have to execute on plans. And we're going to go through this. So there's the Ratzain, which is really Behelem. It's really hidden. It, it, it's not articulated. It's very deep. Then after the Ratzain, there's the Seichel. After this, uh, a person is going to be Mitzamtzim. He's going to have to quantify a little bit this Ratzain in order to ultimately bring him Mikayachel and he'll come up with an idea. This is going to be the sphere of Chachma that it'll parallel. And this will actually be in the, represented by the first Yud of Yud Kevavke. So what's hidden, the Ratzain, the Keser, will be the Kutz the Chachma will line up with the first Yud. Then after the this, this initial burst of idea, there's going to be a Machshava. It's going to be further quantified and established into, into some sort of a of uh, something articulable, right? Otherwise, you're never going to be able to express yourself if you don't actually start quantifying this bursting of an idea into something. That's going to line up with Bina. After that, in our way of expressing this, there's different ways there will be the Kyle. After a person knows the details about what he wants to say or ultimately execute, start translating, so then there's, there's going to have to be a vehicle to express that, to connect the idea with something that's, uh, for our sake, going to come out of one's mouth. That's going to be the kail that will line up with the vav we've discussed in our tires. The shis is kain, the six rings. What does this line up with, by the way? The number six. If there's chach keser and chachmabina, then comes the teferes, the six spheres, the chachmabina chagasnai, the chesek vur teferes netzachodin yisoid. That's going to be the vak, the shisha kitzavais. And then after that is going to be the malchus. That's going to line up with what? What is ultimately going to be able to have some sort of an actual of this initial Ratzon, the Dibur, the spoken word. So it goes from the Ratzon to the Seichel, the Machshava, the Koyal, and the Dibur, and the Dibur will be at that point Malchus and the Masiyah, Kimas Pivhav Maisa as well. And therefore, a person has to know this. I'm reading now from the Sefer. One of the avodas chashuvas is laid The spoken word literally builds up. We're not even conscious of what's going on, or the whole construct of the way that our Kaddish Baruch Hu created the Bria. We have a parallel in the way that we do things, and everything is contained within the spoken word. Again, the Ratzah and the Kesel will the Kutso Shal Yud, then the Chachm will be the the Yud, and then the Bina will be the first K, the, the Shisha Ketzavais will line up with the Vak, and then the Malchus will be the last K. We, again, are trying to bring these Yichudim to have an expression of the Yud K Vav K Hashra Sashchina But what we do over here is Behold Dibur V'Dibur Bane Koma Chadash Mala, as we have a His we create a what's called a Mayim Nukvin. We the, because the whole world lines up. We have a spoken word that's going to trigger things going back up, and then it's going to complete the cycle. Hakadosh Baruch Hu is going to bring Shefa 
back down. And by spoken word, we're able to inject uh, Kedusha even into things in this world, into the seemingly mundane. The same way that we can literally create a Kedusha, a person can be maktish something, give heftish, hektish status something, create isurim, create uh, that something could be a carbon, which then, then if a person does something with a carbon, they could be high of pigle. There's so many spiritual things can be created, change the status of something through words that the Latayev Ulamutov in any direction. And uh, and then he goes on the Sefer over here to talk about the importance of Kavana. Again, we're not talking so much about that. Uh, and we actually said that the words of Taira, even without specific understanding, although with the right intentions, uh, can have that effect. Back in Likut Maran, uh, maybe we're repeating a line, I don't remember, when a person opens their mouth and they articulate and light, uh, light up your way, ultimately. Okay. Now, these were the head Egyptian magicians. They said to Moshe, Chazal bring down, the Pasha way of learning that Gemara is Moshe Rabbeinu was coming with these miracles and they said, you're going to bring magic to magic town? We're not going to appreciate it. And the response to that is, well, if I would bring miracles to somebody who doesn't know any magic, so they would know I'm doing magic. If you're an expert in magic, then you can appreciate that what I'm doing is actually miracle. Each Egypt was the most advanced society, right? If you want somebody to appreciate a diamond, then don't bring it to the street. Go to the diamond district, and they'll know what they're looking at. So that that's the response. Are you going to bring wheat to the wheat market? To the city of vegetables, the place of vegetables, Yarka School, that's where you should take the vegetables. Now we're going to learn this in the Panemius. Like Tyra. The Tyro will guard you. And therefore, according to this, what Yerchni Mamri were asking, they understood that Moshe wanted to take Klal Yisrael out of Mitzrayim so that they could be Makabal the Taira, receive all these Yichudim uh, that uh, relate to all of these Yichudim Ta'kadosh Baruch Hu through Maimed Har Sinai. And therefore they ask that when Klal Yisrael is not doing what they're supposed to be doing, the Gemara Megillah says that this nation is Meshulah Offer depending what their what their status is. This nation in Mitzrayim was not on a high spiritual level, and therefore they are like Afar, right? The the uh, that says uh, How are you going to bring them to such a high level? Meaning, like Likute Alachas explains, Heim Shaluo, so that they were asking him that it's one thing, if they're holding on such a low level, then it's one thing for you to take them out of Mitzrayim, but what place do you have? What standing do you have? Where's your Hechatimsa for thinking that you're going to bring them to understand, to Tfuna, to Taira? Vizet, Teven, Lashen Tfuna, Zataira, Atamachnes Laaforayim. You're bringing Teven to Aforayim, meaning you're going to bring Teven, the Taira, to people holding on the at the state of Afar, of dust. 
Bechinas Afra, Hainu, Madrega, Pachusa, Heshlev, and said, Moshe Rabbeinu said back to them, Amri Inchi, Amri is a lushen of words. You know how I'm going to do that? Through the power of words. Hainu, Aideha, Miras, Aideha, Dibush, El Ish Yisraeli, who mayor lo lechola makoma shetzarach lasos tshuva. You're right. They're holding on a low level. In order to get out of that level, they have to do tshuva. What's going to get them to tshuva? Words, the articulation of words. Uh, and therefore, Vizel, Lamasa, Yarka, to the place of vegetables. Lamakoyma shetzarach lasos tshuva. Mas is a place. Yarka is vegetables. But in the in the in the panemius, we're going to learn Yarka as a reference to tshuva. Yarku bechinas tshuva k'moshem kasev amru b'medrash. When does a person go back from war? It says when a person was afraid. What are they afraid of? They're afraid of their chatayim. So therefore, in order to engage in war, what's the first step? A person needs to do tshuva. And therefore, what did Avram do? Vayarek as chanichav. He was mezarez them, but it means vayarek as he got them to do tshuva. Ayrikon b'parasha shayftim that he was uh, he was mezarez them before going to war, like it says. Hainu shezerzem lasos tshuva ki parsha shayftim nemral tshuva. That parsha dvarim. Chaf Ches says Mia ish hayore v'racha levav. Who is it that's afraid? The Gemara says hayore me'avera yishebi yadai. And therefore, when Avram Avinu was being zarizem to go to war, vayarek as chanichav, what he was really doing was engaging them in tshuva. So we see that yarek is a lashon of tshuva. And what Moshe Rabbeinu was telling them is lemasa yarka. I'm taking them amri inshi using words to take them lemasa yarka to a place of tshuva in order to be able to bring tevin laferayim tyra even to a person that was previously holding on a low level. So a person go from the lowest depths to the highest. Its heights through words, through the chuva process, chuva ala chuva madrega madrega. Ultimately, being able to get to tfunas uh, tayra laamka, tfunas tayra laamka. Come on, the over here. Uh, it says Vizel Amri Inchi Lamasa Yarka Hainuide Amiras Vidibo Adibur Shal Ish Israeli through the words Lamasa Yarka to the place of Chuva Lamakaimish Sarchas Chuva they'll learn through the words through tapping into Taira where it is that they have to focus their efforts on Chuva Yatir Loi Hadibur Shayuchalasis Chuva. We actually uh this sounds somewhat similar to uh to what we said in Taira Hey. Right, we said uh, that that when a person, oh well, you know what? We'll 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 speak it out in a second. So is vizay yarka shkol. What is shkol? Shkol means to take, but shkol means shakul. Shakul is equivalent. Vichinas chuvas hamishkol. There is an idea of chuvas hamishkol. I think it's referred to in different ways. Notice that you know to the extent that I benefited from an avera, so then a person would engage, you know, let's say fasting or some degree of suffering to literally cleanse themselves from from the uh, from whatever. It is that they that they integrated into themselves from very like we said last time that a person could empty the sack, empty the sack from whatever negative behaviors there are. But if the sack itself has something wrong with it, so then it'll still have holes; it won't be able to contain things. Through shuvas hamishkol, a person can literally cleanse themselves, or like we spoke about earlier, go from into difference between a tzaddik gomer tzaddik she'ena gomer. But a person can literally get to that that level where he's kulay shuvas shadibar yarlo shiuchalasos shuvas hamishkol mamish. It was tayreches. Where we discuss the idea of a tzaddik gummer, tzaddik she'ena gummer. Uh, and that's how a person can get there. Okay. Now, ach ledibor. So, so now we explained that through speaking out words of Tyra, the Torah will light up a path where one has to focus their efforts in tshuva. They'll be able to go mi madrega la madrega, tshuva ala tshuva, until finally they're able to do tshuva samishkal, reach that stage of tzaddik gummer, where they have nothing in themselves that has any, you know, independence, alts gaiva, alts taiva, pagam habris, and they'll, they'll become a kli that where they can be, have his battles and relate to Tyra la umka, rise of 
Kotzebrechu. Now we're going to explain another Tanai. Achadibor sheyarloi. A person has to, this we already spoke out from the first opening paragraphs of Tyrus Vav. That he is considered, he is considered nothingness. The 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 idea. So in one context, we spoke about it in Tyra Vav Kvaydalokim and Kvayd Malachim, but we actually saw a similar idea in Tyra Hey Ice Bays, where we were talking not in terms of where a person needs to do tshuva on an individual level, but how to be mavatel. What the reason on a klaliistic level, where Xayra is coming from on the klal. This idea also uh, reading says Vidavka kishaisin a mitzvahs pesimcha gedola kol kach, where a person does mitzvah so 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 to uh, in line with Ratzon Hashem. Achein writes a b'shem schar oelam haba eloshu writes a lishiyazm leikadosh baruch hu mitzvah cheres b'schar mitzvah zayis. Not only doesn't he, doesn't he want any physical pleasure? Not even that he's talking about gaiva and covered to himself. But even if he wants schar and oelam haba, that schar is also something that's a self interested ratzon. So we discuss this idea in many places already, or the, I, the difference, the, even in one iota, the difference in what one can achieve as he works towards having a shlemos in kavana, where he factors himself totally out of the process and he's able to relate to the insofius and then back down, understand where he has to do tshuva, where the xeris are coming from in Klai Yisrael, and where he still is a little bit, instead of looking out of glass, Rav Shimshon Pinkus brings a mushal, when, there's a, when a person cares about the silver, a care person cares about the mammon. You know what happens when there's silver on the glass? It becomes a mirror. You can't see past it. You can see. You can't see past yourself. And therefore, he says in back in the text in Likutei Marani, Yavshulizkos Kimaidei Kavoid, Hainu Shiyur Shiyakvoid Hashemiz Baruch B'Shleimos. He factors himself totally out of the process. Through totally, total Because Dibor, like we spoke about in Sefsechein, relates to the sphere of Malchus. We talked about which relates to Kavoid. Uh, we talked about earlier. Malchus and Kavoid line up. Hainu Malchus. Peh. And therefore, when a person engages in diburim and words, which are really the expression going back, back, back to what his rutzen is through a nova and his batlas to a kaddish baruch that's really where he's setting up that malchus reflects back and lines up. It's miyached kajibrichu shchintei. That's that. That's where we're able to bring yichudim. That's where a person is able to uh, to to. To to engage to align malchus uh, up. Now, what happens the other way? So, if diburim are able to bring out the malchus, what happens if a person speaks words of Tyra, but his intention in his words, right? What's a word? Thank you, thanks, right? The, depending how I say something, I just said two totally different things, right? I say great. You do something bad to me, I say. Great. 
you know, great, what now? The words literally are a form of the kavana. Now, what happens if the words of Torah stand on themselves? What happens when I say words of Torah, but my, part of my intention is either for covet for myself, I want to be a big rabbi, whatever whatever it is, or, or other other taivas. So, are those different words? Did I say the words of Torah? The word, are the words of Torah without, we said that words of Torah without having a specific understanding in the words, those can have impact. What happens when I, I the, the, my intentions are not even there? Not only will the Torah not have their desired effect to bring him towards Tshuva, even the words of Torah will be nizgashim, as it were. Now, nizgashim means to be almost become physical, but what, what does that mean? What are we talking over here? You'll see... Very often, revolver. If uh, just a, a little, uh, a little plug, the the, uh, the, to, the from a Musa perspective to the Ali Shor Shiram, but the, the in the introduction to Ali Shor, revolver speaks about. People that approach divrei chazal, mamare agada, and they approach it from the wrong point of view. Are we looking to be mavatel ourselves to chazal to understand what the Torah is trying to bring out? To use the rules that the Torah provides us, that the the rishonim provide us, in order to understand what chazal are trying to tell us, or do we have a point of view? And as a darshan, we go and find right. It would be like a lawyer writing a brief and just doing searches to find isolated sentences and paragraphs that support his point and building them into a structure so that they say what he wants to say. If a person does that, so then he's not being mavatil himself to the insifius. He is not trying to bring, use maybe his own terms, his own analogies to understand the strength of the shayrish of the Torah to plug himself into the Torah. But what he's doing is he's using words of Torah to plug themselves into him. And now he's being Megashem, as it were, the Tyra. The words, maybe if uh, approach right, the, the words of Tyra do have an infinite quality. And now he's th- darkening the words of Tyra by, by by doing it through his glasses, through his perspective. What does it mean over here? By the mark of Chayshach was thick. It was uh, tangible. You could feel it. Says in the Pneumius of the Pasuk, not just that the Torah shouldn't slip out of your mouth, but it means it shouldn't be tangible. That you shouldn't be Megashem, words of Torah. You shouldn't turn them into something that is uh, that, that, that is physical. Don't don't feed the Torah through through you to put a limitation on Torah. Because if a person is not mashkiach, uh, is not does not guard himself and guide himself to approach kvoid Hashem instead of kvoid Malachim to realize that he is being mavatul himself to the infinite, but rather his intentions and the words again, even the words themselves, is approach himself. Thank you so much. What's next? Thank you. What's next? Right, depending on what you said. Right. So what is he doing? Everything is being fed through his kavanas, and his kavanas are the silver on the mirror. He's not looking through the mirror. He's looking back at himself. Hanway de godless through his gaiva, he's mamait kiviyachlas kvayd Hashem. He won't even be able to open his mouth, not in the right way. I mean, he's not opening his mouth towards of Tyra, he's opening his mouth to his own words, but he won't be able to articulate Tyra because he can't even get there. He becomes incapable. Bebechinas, a pasuk, the pasuk says in Tehillim Yud Zayin, pasuk Yud, the, the pasuk says, 
Chalbamay um, Sagru, this is the actual Pasuk, because of their chalev, their fat, their indulgence in fig- physical pleasure, Sagru, they close their eyes from seeing, from re- realizing HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Pimay Dibru Begeus, their mouths spoke with arrogance. But the way we're going to read the Pasuk over here, it says Sagru Pimay, their mouths were closed, Dibru Begeus, because they spoke in with Gaiva. They, now their mouth are closed, their pez closed. Kamaisa Delevi Barsisa, Sir Maisa Nushalmi, Shahelu Labima, they put him on a pedestal of a tafas, Ruchay Olav. They wanted him to darshan and to say halachas. They asked him Shailas. But what happened was, once he was on the pedestal, uh, he had a certain feeling of gaiva, of arrogance, Nivon, and therefore he wasn't able to answer them. His mouth was closed. Again, Mishpatim Bayadom, the fact that you can say civil, we, we, our Mishpatim are not civil law, they're Ratzain Hashem. When a person is looking at things through gaiva, then they can't relate to, to Ratzain Hashem, and their mouths will be closed from speaking Tyra. Because Gaiva is really that the idols will be burnt. Now something that needs to be burnt it may as well be burnt right now. So if a person, his Ratzayin is Chachma, Seichel, but he's looking at his Gaiva, so then what's going to be the outcome of that? What's going to be the Malchus, so to speak, of the Sitra Achra, like we saw on the first Torah? What's going to be his Diburim? His Diburim are not going to be Diburim Taira. And therefore, when a person has Gaiva, it's as good as already not being able to say the words. His mouth is already shut, and we're going to bring a comparison from a actual Halachic uh, comparison. That anything that is stands to be burnt, it's as if it's already burnt. And therefore, even if, let's say, you needed a shear for a shafer, but the shafer can't be used because it's asr lahana and it ha- it's in a status of where it's supposed to be burnt, then it's not, uh, a, there's no length to it. It's dra- really just a bunch of, because what's burnt? Ashes. It's really just a bunch of ash particles that happen right now not to have been burnt and come apart yet, but it doesn't have a shear. So something that stands to be in a position that says, like, it's already like that. Since it doesn't have a shear, since one once a person means that he has gaiva, and gaiva is like avodah zara, and avodah zara is then is lisreifa. So ain't like clay adibur ledamari mom. It's like he's already burnt, already nullified, and therefore it's like he doesn't have a pen now. He, if he doesn't have a pen, he can't say words of tyra. If he can't say words of tyra, then he's not going to be able to get enlightened where to do tshuva, which means it won't be tshuva ala tshuva going from the low level to the high level to come to tunas atayra laamka, which is where we're trying to get through understanding these yichudim achishu nizar v'shemek v'ed hashem shiabeshleimos. However, when a person is nizar and he he does uh, guard a kvayt Hashem, shunivza be'ein of nimas that he he has no trace of gaiva at all. The Pasuk in Tehillim says, Nivze be'enav nimas v'esire Hashem yechabed. So that capital is actually in Tezvav. It's teaching us how to be proper uh, proper avadim uh, of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It says, Mizmer l'davar Hashem yagar ba'elacha. The Pasuk itself is Pasuk Dalet. So the shot in the Pasuk over here says, Nivze be'enav nimas v'esire Hashem yechabed. A despicable person I am reading through the uh, living lessons to Tehillim. Niv is a bane of Nivus is a spickable person who intentionally sins is abhorrent in his eyes. Ves Yirei Hashem Yechabed and he honors those uh, who are Yirei Hashem. But the way that we're learning the Pshad is Niv is a bane of Nimos, uh talking about a tzaddik who is not satisfied with himself because he always knows that he can he can do better. So that if uh, trust me, right? If you think about it, I am not doing anything that's beyond my potential. I mean that, that's what makes sense, right? So where is there that a 
person can uh, can do it. If anything, I might look at somebody else and say, I don't know what they did, but it's possible that they went the extra mile. But when I look at myself, uh, can I really tell you that I went the extra mile? I'll say that, no, I did a lot. Could I have done a drop more? So if I know I could do a drop more, so then I didn't totally use if I'm going to be held accountable for the kaychas that a Kaddish Baruch Hu gave me. So nivza be'en of nimas, that, that when, when I look back on myself, I don't care what I did. I did my potential minus X. And therefore, to a certain degree, not in a destructive or a yish way, but a person could be self-critical, but a person who has zero, but therefore there's no trace of gaiva. No matter what I did, I did my potential minus X. What am I being gaiva dick about? <laughs> right? And so sometimes maybe I did the big things, I didn't do the small things. Well, the big things might be easy to do. Maybe I'll be judged harsher for not doing the small things. Once I realize the godless of a Kaddish Baruch Hu, now, what's the Eitzah to do this? So again, a little a, a little plug for the Ali Shor Shiarim. If you go listen, they're worth it from a Muslim perspective, the Vadim on Hislam Okay, it's also a podcast, but it, it, it's developing a world outlook to where if if you view yourself, the upshot of it is is if I view myself, my world, my everyday interactions as being I'm on, I'm an apprentice, right? I'm in a, uh, I want to see if I'm going to get a job, so they put me into a situation. I, my, my life is a video game, however you want to say. Everything that I do is a training session. So uh, one person's training session might be to sweep the floors, and the other ones might be to be the Rosh Hashiva. Maybe I'm going through different, I think doctors cycle through different specialties and then ultimately they pick one. One specialty might be much less covered than the other. But to bring out a person's strengths, you're not going to have any more gaiva when you're cycling through the cardiology specialty than through the lower one. Each Everybody cycles through every stage. So if every stage Hashem puts you into the position of being a big Rosh Hashiva or a big Gvir, and now the question is, is, I just gave you all the tools. Don't have any gaiva because of that. The question is, how are you going to react and relate to a vote in this particular situation. Oh, you gave a million dollars? Your test was to see if you were going to give 10 million. What do you have a guy if you did a million? Because you had a lot of money. I gave you a lot of money. I put you in that situation. Life is a slam. Life is a training ground. There's no room for Gaiva. Okay, so over here it says a person's Once a person puts themselves where they can't possibly have any gaiva, that's where their words will light them up on the proper path. We already spoke out, not again, that uh, that the Shemaim and Aretz are ways of looking also at the Ferris and Malchus, that the Aretz is going to be Heir Mikvodo, the Aretz is Malchus, uh, and therefore reading the words, the Aretz is the, is the, or the Aretz is Dibur, also Malchus, Heira, will light up for a person because through that a person will be able to do tshuva bizocha tekvayd shemayim will line up the dibor the shemayim and aretz the kuchabrichu shchinte the dibor and what comes before with the with the really original rutzen and if he's able to speak words appropriately because he's mavatl himself because they're not clogged up with his own self interestedness then he'll be able to align himself with rutzen hashem and he will be able to understand the Torah with all the steps okay. I hope that I did not confuse us with left turns. Um, the, I, most of the pieces are not like that. We read much more straight through and try to limit it to some of the things just to round out the words in the text themselves. Uh, but if it was helpful, eh, you could drop me a note if you'd like. If it was helpful, um, then then I, I thought from, from my head, I hope I expressed it well. Um, I thought that there, there was some value there. Okay, thank you very much, and I look forward also to next week.